Save the Semantics, episode 236. It is November 22nd, 2023. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since I've last recorded anything. So, um, you know, just, just time passing by. Uh, I didn't, uh, yeah, I just didn't, wasn't able to really record anything this you know this past week so um i'm finding that finding the time to be able to do so today um it is a wednesday tomorrow is thanksgiving and i've have a you know a little break coming up so that should be kind of nice i'm gonna try to enjoy that time off um not crazy plans or anything but um you know, there are some things that I kind of want to do a little bit with, with the time that I do have. Um, I, you know, obviously I'm probably going to be watching some more games, more NBA games and whatnot. Uh, but I also want to catch up a little bit on some games that I haven't really played in a little while. Uh, I've been sort of on and off with video games recently. I just haven't I, I just haven't put a lot of time into it. Uh, you know, just I, I sometimes just go through periods where I just don't... Uh, video games are not sort of at the forefront of my attention, and there's other things that I kind of want to do. Uh, you know, maybe catch up on movies or something like that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I want to try to kind of get back into 13 Sentinels because I've sort of... Uh, uh, I've neglected that a little bit, and uh, I, I want to dive back into it. And uh, I'm I'm sort of almost, I've almost had my fill with Mario Wonder. It's been a really great time. I I, t- I beat you know the main sort of game, um, beat the final boss and everything, the final stage. Uh, so I'm now I'm just kind of rounding it out, trying to do all of the levels. Uh, <laughs> That's the difficult ones are are really kicking my ass. Um, I've had some trouble with those for sure um but yeah i'm gonna try my best to complete every level not i don't know about a hundred percent because that's uh you know that can be kind of time consuming and <laughs> i just uh you know it, it, it's difficult man platformers again are, are never have never been my uh my forte or never been kind of in my wheelhouse of strengths so it's something where uh, I think I just want to, I'm going to try my best to really just be every level that I can, um, that's available to me and, uh, you know, challenge myself to, you know, the extent that I can. And I think, uh, you know, I've, I, I would, I would have done everything that I've wanted to do, uh, with that game, but it, it's been a really fun experience. It's been a nice, again, sort of nice departure from the typical games that I've been accustomed to as of late um meaning story driven games uh so yeah i think having a much more gameplay focused game uh is is good to sort of you know uh you know switch things up a little bit so it it, it was it's been a really fun experience and i've had I've, I've just had a really good time with that game so um but i want to dive back into 13 sentinels and um, you know, really try to engross myself back into that story, uh, because 
and I, I, I feel like I need to kind of recap. I need to recap on the things that have happened because I haven't touched it in a while. And I've only put in like, I don't know, maybe like a few hours into it, but it's so much shit has already happened. Like there's just so many things going on uh, that I think I just need a bit of a refresher. The good thing is uh, within the game, there is sort of like a database kind of thing where it, co- it collects and provides summary of the things that you've seen and experienced so far in the game so i can always kind of refer to that which is really helpful and a really nice really nice touch Uh, i think that's um it's it's very it's a it's a nice little kind of quality of life kind of inclusion i i think that for for games where, where it is very text heavy i think that it's it's important to have little kind of codexes or uh you know things where you can kind of reference in order to you know get the full scope of of the story and uh just just have a have something reliable to um you know go to if you need sort of like a summary on on the things that have happened so far so um it's nice that they include that um Let's talk some basketball. So, obviously, a lot of basketball has been occurring. <laughs> it's been nonstop every day, pretty much. Um, the Warriors had been struggling up until kind of this point, um, until they finally won against the Rockets the other day. Um, but they were on a six-game six-game losing streak. It was pretty bad, honestly. They they, they had some some really tough losses. Um, Honestly, I, I'm still thinking about that OKC loss where Chet hit that buzzer beater, like three point, uh, three pointer to tie the game. That that was kind of brutal. Um, but um, you know, I think that I, uh, I there a lot of the concerns that I I've had really going into the season. Like I, I think within the first maybe like you know that the, when they started off they were like five and one right so afterwards there was again kind of a very quick overreaction in the sense that oh the you know the Warriors are you know going to be the top one of the top teams in, in the league I of course I was like I was like happy that they were uh achieving that level of success very early on in the season however I still felt that there were a lot of there's still just a lot of things that can be kind of exploited with this roster again it just it's just the age it's the size it's is those are kind of really the main components right um and uh yeah i think that that kind of is has been apparent uh during kind of the last couple of weeks when they were on their losing streak. Um, so I, I, I feel that again, I'm, I'm just, I, I think the perspective I have is really just not, hasn't really changed a whole lot. I think there is the potential for them to still kind of be better, of course, considering, you know, the personnel on their team, but I'm still tempering expectations. The West is tough the west is incredibly tough um you've got again things that i've talked about before you got a lot of good young teams that are 
you know, very, have been, you know, successful so far in, you know, the early part of the season. Um, and I think there is some, like, sustainable success there with, like, the Wolves and the Thunder and, uh, you know, you could argue the Rockets even are kind of, you know, having a bit of a moment as well. Um, the Nuggets are still going to be good. Like, all of, you know, a lot of these teams are still going to be in... They're, st- they're going to be difficult challenges for us. Like, we saw that with OKC. We saw that with the Thunder when we, you know, when they we lost to them. Like, these are these are teams that are direct competition. Of course, like, when it comes to the playoffs, things might be a little different for sure. But I just think that it is, like, we can't just expect to be... I, I don't think it's going to be the case similar to, you know, it, it's not going to be the same as it was like in 20, uh, 22 when they won the title, right? Like, I just don't think that, again, it's just not the same team. We don't have the same pieces as we did. And, um, yeah, it's just different, man. Everybody's just older now, and all, all, uh, teams are better. Like, a, a lot of the teams in the West are just better. And, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just, again, same mentality as I sort of felt going into the season. I'm tempering expectations. I'm, I've, I've, you know, I, of course I, I expect, or I, I would want them to be very good, but I'm just, I'm just being, you know, I'm just being cautiously hopeful of of the future and this year going forward so um is it possible that this could be kind of like a last you know last dance type of situation we thought that in 2022 right and they ended up going all the way so um anything is possible for sure but it, it is going to be a much more difficult challenge than it was then so um yeah i uh Again, it's it's gonna be just be it's just gonna be a challenge for sure. But uh, I'm I'm hopeful in in some ways. Let's let yeah, but let's talk about some of those other teams though that have been you know successful so far with like the Timberwolves and, and the Thunder. Uh, the Timberwolves look pretty. They look pretty damn good. They're what one of the best defensive teams in the league. They were you know kind of holding us down when we played against them um and uh so that's gonna be a challenge man if they if they really if they have somehow figured out that kind of rudy cat situation um then yeah man they they've got then they're gonna probably be one of the best teams in the league i think um and then if like you know anthony edwards continues to progress and shit like this yeah they're 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 gonna be up there for sure. I mean, they currently are up there. They're the number they're the number one seed at the moment. Um, again, it's 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 very very early in the season, but still, like it's it, there's uh, potential for there to be sustainable success there if they can kind of you know can't keep up and maintain the momentum. Um, the Thunder. Uh, I know a lot of people, a lot of pundits, and uh, a lot of. Uh, uh, you know, just a lot of people around within kind of the uh, NBA sphere have talked about the Thunder and their youth and everything like that. So I I, I don't know how much more I can really add <laughs> to that conversation. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're look, 
if I wasn't <laughs> if I wasn't rooting for the Warriors, I'm sure, like seeing that that those kind of sequences um, occurring in those games in those two games, I would have been pretty hyped for sure if I was an OKC Thunder fan. But um, I mean, Shea is like incredible. Like the shit he did in OT against us was fucking wild. Like I just I felt like he couldn't miss a shot. Um, and then he had that block on Steph. It was just, it was, it was, it was pretty, <laughs> I mean, it was pretty demoralizing, really, just seeing that. I was like, fuck, dude, we're getting cooked. Um, but yeah, he's incredible. Um, and the rest of the team looks really good as well. It's just crazy that they're one of the youngest teams in the league and they're, they're, you know, as successful as they've been so far. Uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. So I, I, I do have to give, I have to give them some props, and Chet looks pretty good. He's, uh, I feel like he's probably kind of, at this point, leading the rookie of the year conversation, maybe, you know? Uh, of course, some, uh, you know, there's still probably a lot of weight and bias leaning towards, you know, Wemby, but I, I still think, I think that if he keeps it up and continues to, you know, put out the numbers that he's had. Uh, I, th- I think it also helps that he's on a winning team. Then I think that, you know, the, the kind of the you know, rookie of the year kind of goes to, goes for him because, uh, I mean, again, th- like things can change, for sure. But the Spurs look pretty bad. They they've had some moments. Uh, they had that one game where Victor went off for. 36 and some crazy other stat numbers seven blocks or some shit like that against the suns and they won in uh overtime but outside of that the spurs have been bad so i it's it's gonna be i think it's gonna be tough uh of course there there are still gonna be eyes on him because of just who he is but if if he's on this, you know, one of the worst teams on the league, it's it's going to be a bit difficult, I think, to get both produce at a high level, but also kind of get the uh, adequate recognition, um, if that makes sense. So I, um, it's going to be interesting seeing. So I th- right now, it's really Chet and Wimanyama that are really sort of at the top of like the rookie chart i don't really know who else would really be in that conversation honestly oscar thompson maybe um but yeah i think those two are kind of the clear-cut you know front front runners uh at the moment um other things in the nba yesterday i didn't really watch the game but i watched the highlights indiana and atlanta (laughs) The score was, I think, 157 to 152. Fucking crazy. In regulation, too. Not even an overtime, not a double overtime. In regulation, just in, you know, just uh, <laughs> just in 48 minutes, they, they scored over 300 points, which is fucking crazy to me. Um, and, yeah, just some of the shots they were making were just wild. It, they just felt like nobody was missing anything. Um, so that, that was pretty... That was that, that was fun to watch. It was fun to watch the highlights. Halliburton is is just a uh, incredibly fun player to uh to watch both his, you know, both his shot making. He has such a weird shot too. Like he has kind of like a push push shot like it's not it's not a it's kind of an ugly 
form really it's an ugly shooting form but somehow he makes it him and both both him and shay i think shay has a better bit of a better shooting form but they both have this kind of like shooting where they're like it's like their out, arms are kind of outstretched you know before they release it it's like almost all of their strength is in like the wrist you know what i mean it's not a full it's not a full motion where you like your whole body goes into it it's just like it's just the, it, the arms are outstretched and then you just flick the wrist <laughs> it's very it's very interesting um but yeah he's 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 incredibly fun to watch um pacers are like the, what the number one offense right kind of makes sense they're you know they're, they're moving around and shit uh i'm excited to see how that how they go they're they're one of the teams that i talked about before the season started about how they might potentially be one of those teams that makes a leap uh you know so far they have a they have a winning record uh it, it's possible that they might kind of falter but uh yeah right now things are looking good in indiana man they, they look like a pretty uh they look like a fun uh fun team so hopefully hopefully they have uh you know hopefully they they make it to the playoffs this year i think that would be uh, pretty exciting to see and uh yeah another team I'm, I'm really just talking mostly about teams that are not even really the juggernauts you know necessarily it is like interesting to to kind of look into that for sure you know look at the top of the west i mean technically the timberwolves and like the thunder are at the top of the west but i'm talking more just like less you know kind of the less established teams that have had some early success um so let's talk about the magic a little bit i've caught some games like some you know bits and pieces here some highlights and whatnot they're another team that has like a very high defensive you know intensity if you want to call it that they're very i think right now they're they're like the top they're in the top of the league at for for defense um and they also have a very young team as well so I think that with like Bancaro and Wagner, um, I think that their their future is very bright. So that's I think it'll be again another team. I think that would be exciting to see them make some have have at least make it into the playoffs. Um, and uh, you can kind of call that a success in some sense, and maybe be a bit of a you know team that provides some upsets i don't know but it's possible they they look pretty good they look pretty competent so um yeah that's another younger team that i feel could be uh in the mix uh moving forward so yeah uh obviously there's been a lot more going on <laughs> in the nba i mean there's again there's a game every day there, there are games every day except for I don't I forgot maybe it's like election day or something, but there's been there's been basketball every single day so it's it's hard to catch up on everything you know I can't uh, you can't surmise it all but uh, I've I've enjoyed outside of the Warriors I've enjoyed what I've seen so far uh, I think that the the future for the NBA is very bright I mean right now just the 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 talent on on every team is is really incredible to see so 
uh, I think uh, it's worthwhile to tune in. It's I think it's worthwhile to uh, check in on just random teams once in a while. The teams that I absolutely have no interest in seeing, and uh, just kind of take you know taking into account how they're how they're doing and you know what their future may hold if it's if they're if they're in kind of tank mode or if they're you know aspiring to be a contender i think it's it's interesting regardless right so um there's a lot of good stuff happening in the nba in terms of at least the the you know, basketball itself right uh and i think that the ist the in season tournament i think there's there's there it, it, it's possible that this could be a successful operation and that this can be kind of a thing moving forward uh the quality of the games are pretty good it seems like you know from the just in terms of how close the games have been uh the courts (laughs) the courts are fucking weird for sure but it does drum up some interest from just you know people in general uh even just casual fans um and yeah, I think it adds a little bit of a little bit more, uh, you know, a little more stakes to this, you know, the early season. Uh, we'll see how it goes, how the games proceed in this tournament, and how intense they get. Uh, I think really it's just going to be once the games get to Vegas, I think that's where things are really going to pick up because it's going to be a different atmosphere. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it's, it's separate. Some, I, I, you know, the teams aren't necessarily going to have home court advantage. Right. Uh, so I, I think that it's just going to be a completely different atmosphere being in a separate location outside of, you know, the, typical home arenas right so i i think that would that would be really that would be really interesting uh to to see um what was i gonna say yeah so so yeah as this is a lot of intriguing stuff happening in the league um and uh i'm excited to kind of keep keep checking in and and uh see how the rest of the season progresses um i again uh i really haven't played a whole lot of games outside of mario wonder at this point really um i've just been yeah i've just been chilling i just haven't had a i just haven't had too much of a interest to really get into anything anything else really in terms of you know other games but yeah i I, I do want to get kind of get back into it um a little bit more i've been i've been watching slash listening to some i guess thoughts from uh, you know youtube creators or you know podcasters about tears of the kingdom now that it's been 6 months now since the game has come out uh you know that kind of initial sort of reaction to the game that initial wave of hype and uh the just kind of the first impressions of the game now that that has very much subsided um i think a lot of interesting conversations have sort of been brought up about the game a lot of interesting topics of discussion critiques uh especially and i kind of wanted to 
kind of reflect on that because I think that when I talked about the game, I think it was a very overwhelmingly positive. I had a like a pretty much like an overwhelmingly positive experience with the game, um, and I did provide some critiques here and there for sure. Uh, and of course, it's like in hindsight you'll start to kind of see some of the cracks here and there, and some of the points where it's not it's not quite as well uh, maybe thought out, but. Um, I did want to sort of like look on some of the more the other sort of topics that other people have brought up about the game kind of kind of go into it because I thought it might be you know kind of an interesting point of discussion um, uh, because I, I I think overall I mean I, I, I generally agree with a lot of the points that you know, people kind of have, you know, said about the game and in regards to like, especially kind of the story and whatnot. So, um, yeah, let's just, let's just kind of get into it a little bit. One of the things, and this is something that I'm not personally as invested in, but I think there's been this very noticeable critique, uh, in regards to the lore of the games and I've said this many times before where I don't necessarily come to Zelda for the story itself and I'm much more just my takeaway from the experience is just being immersed with the world and just kind of the thrill of the adventure that's kind of that's really what I get out of Zelda I think um but I respect people that are able to, uh, you know, get deeper meaning from the games and really uh, delve into the story and kind of the historical, uh, you know, historical, uh, you know, kind of pieces of of the game and, you know, just the the history of it and everything like that so i think there's i think it's really cool that a lot of people have dedicated a lot of time to to doing those things uh i think so it it seems that you know based on what the developers have said there are a lot of lore kind of inaccuracies and some things that just don't really add up um I don't, I'm not going to say specifically, just in case of, like, spoilers and whatnot. Um, but there are certain things with, like, locations, with certain uh, certain species or tribes where it doesn't really make sense why a thing is there and whatnot. Uh, and that you could argue that there is just maybe... Um, maybe it's just like oh this is like a you know something that was maybe a bit of a you know it's maybe just kind of like overlooked and whatnot and based on what you know the developers have said it's just kind of like they just it just doesn't seem like they really put a lot of care into those things you know what i mean 
which I think is is definitely disappointing for sure. I think that sucks for a lot of players that went into this game wanting a bit more clarity on potential, you know, connections that this game has to sort of the rest of the um, you know, rest of the the story and whatnot. Uh and uh being even further perplexed because instead of answers they get more questions, right? Like why is this thing here? And uh really just that um the people who kind of made this game didn't really take into consideration that much. I think they uh I think that they sort of propped up a story you know similar to the ones that have been that have been told before but have kind of just switched out some you know names and whatnot uh without really getting into um you know really trying to make those connections clear or apparent i think that um for people that really do care about the lore of the Zelda games, I think that's that's probably pretty pretty disappointing that um that kind of um the same level of uh care and attention was not put in the story as much as the gameplay. You know what I mean? And that that kind of sucks for sure. Um and I'll 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 sort of reiterate I'm not someone who really, I you know I've said this before. I I, I honestly like like fuck the timeline. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The timeline doesn't matter at all. Like it doesn't make sense. It doesn't connect, and it, it just doesn't. There's just no. There's not a whole lot of rhyme and reason. Rhyme or reason to a lot of it, and this game is kind of further proof of that. But it still sucks, and I I feel for a lot of. Um, feel for a lot of players that have dedicated a lot of time effort into discussing these points on on youtube on you know whether it's like in a podcast form or you know on like a video form um a lot of time of effort have kind of been gone towards you know uh you know really just delving into it Ooh, what is like kind of the mystery of the of the zone and and then shit like that um and then just leaving really sort of uh just leaving disappointed because they 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 really got not a whole lot out of it um and yeah that 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 sucks um and so I, I very much feel for them so because like even though i again i don't have sort of this deep-seated connection to kind of the story i i still i, I it sucks seeing that because i i it does it does concern me a little bit moving forward how future games might uh, future Zelda games might be how they might look, right? Uh, like you know, Aonuma has said that this is kind of the format, the Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom games is kind of the format that they want to continue going forward with, and um, that's it's it's a little disheartening for sure. Um, because I think that a lot of the charm and a lot of the heart of the games comes from, regardless of regardless of how strong the storytelling is, uh, 
I think that the characters and the you know just sort of the 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 way that the narrative is carried throughout these games that still is like a very big component of the series the heart of it the story you know the adventure of it right and you know kind of following through with it um and of course the it's it's a it, it makes sense why you would look at the success of these games and be like oh yeah this is working and continue moving forward with it um but i i just hope that sort of essence doesn't go away you know what i mean um and that the the story and kind of the narrative and just sort of the the feeling that you get you know, just sort of these, you know, relationships that you could call it between, you know, Link and Zelda. I hope that doesn't diminish in future titles. You know what I mean? Um, because then I think that it's, it's just gonna, you know, take away some of the, 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 you know, some of the things that are special about the series, right? Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I think that there's, this um the criticisms that have been sort of weighed onto tears of the kingdom in regards to how they've handled uh things regarding narrative and and the writing and stuff are fair i think those are very fair uh and uh i hope that again i just i i hope that it doesn't take away from how other you know other you know the new games in the future are gonna look um so that's really you know long roundabout way of saying that um i i i i very much feel for how people um kind of you know the just sort of the the lore stuff and how that was handled sort of poorly in in that in that case right um other aspects of other criticisms that i've seen about the game that i want to kind of talk about um i think so this i mean this was a very this was a very positive experience for sure this game is incredible it's it's really the you know my favorite game that i've played this year for sure that's you know that's not really crazy that's not like a crazy thing um i think it is upon reflection you know now that time has passed i think uh it's fair to say that you know this this game and tier, or this game and breath of the wild are pretty similar in a lot of instances right and I think that can be something that be kind of uh, tallied against it. Because one, while it was a fresh experience in some regards, uh, especially in terms of exploring new areas and trying out the new abilities and stuff like that, but because it's set in pretty much the same world 
a lot, you know, aside from the additional pieces and additional changes that were made, it's, it's, it is def, it is, you know, there are spot, there are places in the game that just kind of look, they, they look exactly the same as Breath of the Wild. Like, there's not really a ton of changes, you know what I mean? I know that's a very nitpicky kind of, you know, point criticisms to make, but, um, yeah, it, it it's Breath of the Wild too, and both games are incredible for sure. But it does take away some of, you know, it, it, in terms of replayability, it's going to be difficult for me to want to kind of go back into this world, um, knowing that there is another game that is very similar to this. And also the fact that if I do it again, you're kind of exploring the same world for, you know, I've replayed Breath of the Wild before I played Tears of the Kingdom. You're kind of doing it for almost like a fourth time, right? And some people, of course, some people are going to find enjoyment in that. And there are still things in Tears of the Kingdom that I haven't discovered yet. There are a lot of quest lines that I haven't finished up yet. Um, but I just, I just kind of struggle to, I, I struggle to think of, you know, it, and it's possible because right now it's a, I, I just finished this game this year. And so of course I don't want to, you know, dive back into it, but yeah, I just don't see myself going back and, replaying this game anytime soon I, it's just sort of uh difficult to kind of see that and it's kind of it's, it's the same thing with breath of the wild as well right once you've experienced the exploration once you've checked out a lot of the new areas i think that novelty wears off for sure right um a lot of the the, the enjoyment that I got out of these this game was from the initial experience with the first playthrough, right? Um, because it was just such a fresh and new thing that I was, you know, kind of a part of, right? So I, I, I think that that is one of the strengths, that is one of the biggest strengths of this game, but again, it's also, it also can be detrimental as well because it can kind of, it just discourages me from, um, playing the game as well, right, and again, that's, that might be due to personal preference, right, um, and what I take away from a game, and what I want from a game, some people are perfectly fine just replaying the same game over and over again, and, you know, treading different lines, and of course, with this game, there are other things you can do, for sure, uh, but I just don't find myself wanting to do those other side, you know, non-narrative, non-main quest related things. Not as much as maybe some other people. I think that, um, just thinking about it, when I first played Breath of the Wild back in, you know, 2017, 2018, I, um... I just remember I just remember that I was just dicking around. You know what I mean? 
not even following an objective or trying to go and uh, do have you know s- you know set a certain goal or anything like that. I I remember I was just trying to like break the game in some ways, right? Um, just climb everything, that sort of thing. There were moments where I was just trying to fuck around with the NPCs. Uh, I was trying to push them off a cliff if they were riding a horse. I would try to, you know, push them off a cliff with my horse. Um, uh, or I would try to ride my horse into areas that I probably shouldn't, right? Like, the, there were things that I was just doing where it, there was no... It was to no benefit to me, where I wasn't <clears throat> necessarily trying to get items or anything. I was just dicking around for the sake of dicking around because the game's physics and world allowed you to do that. And... In Tears of the Kingdom, they they introduced a whole mechanic where you can build all of these things that is just, like, incredible. Um, You know, you can build mechs and you can build just, like, cars and all this shit, right? You can do all of those things. And I, I didn't really do that. And when I played through Tears of the Kingdom. And I'm thinking back... If Tears of the Kingdom was the game that I first played, you know, if the, if this was sort of the fully realized game that came out back in 2017, I, I can just imagine myself taking the time to just make random shit, you know, fusing just all the items together and just experimenting and all that. But I, I, I just... Um, I just don't have that same... Um, you know, that same want as I used to when I, when I play games nowadays. And that just could be due to time constraints and shit, right? Like, I just don't have the time to want to dick around in games anymore, right? Um, and, uh, and th- there are other things in games that I value a little bit more than just sort of experimentation, right? At least now. Um, and so it's uh it's just interesting thinking about that, right? Um I think that it's just it's just due to time and age and my tastes just changing, right? Uh there's there, it, it just it's not really anyone's fault necessarily. So um I don't know, I can't even really necessarily say it's, or levy like a concrete criticism towards Tears of the Kingdom, because it's just due to my own personal preferences at this point, where I no longer feel like I want to just, you know, do random shit like build and, um, you know, create new items and stuff like that. I, I, I just don't have that same want uh and that kind of sucks a little bit because i feel like i've i i for sure would have been doing a lot of just random stuff and crafting and whatnot um because i was willing you know when i first played through breath of the wild i was willing to just do random shit with npcs and whatnot so i probably would have done you know i probably would have cooked Koroks on open fire and all those crazy stuff you know what I mean so it's uh there's I don't know how to feel it's just it's just kind of 
you know, I, I had this conversation the last episode when I was talking about Whiplash and how I may have viewed it differently when I was, you know, when I was a teenager as opposed to now. And I think it sort of applies in that sense to these two games as well, where my approach to these games or sort of what I want to take away from these games is a little different now, right? Of course, I'm still exploring and discovering the world and shit like that. Like, that didn't change. But I think how I use my time in terms of doing the other stuff, right, um, that's shifted. And I think I just value wanting to be more immersed with characters and, and stories more so than I am wanting to just kind of mess around with, like, you know, the game's mechanics and whatnot, right? Um, I'm never, I'm, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not someone that's ever really going to be into Minecraft, right? That's just not my type of game. And I think that when that sort of building aspect is a very uh, integral piece of the game and gameplay, it does take away a little bit. You know what I mean? I think that now I'm kind of like trying to circle back to what my point, you know, one of my other points in regards to, you know, criticisms about the game and gameplay is that I think some of the building stuff takes away a little bit of what makes the Zelda experience special for me personally, right? Again, personal preference. That's really what it just kind of comes down to, right? I'm sure people have I'm I'm seen I've seen the creations that people have made on online and stuff and they're super fucking awesome. But I just I just don't personally have an interest in building those things, right? Um uh I'm I'm just, you know, just kind of ref- just reflecting on, you know, just how my kind of experience went with with these games and uh yeah, I I um it's it's a shift in what I want to get out of a game and there's nothing wrong with that um so really it's not a criticism it's just that that whole aspect in regards to games or like the you know the gameplay i i enjoyed it i enjoyed aspects of it i enjoyed some of the building and i enjoyed the fusing but it's just not something that i find important to my gaming experience if that makes sense so, and uh, I think a lot of people have felt the same way too um, after beating Tears of the Kingdom. But yeah, um, again, long winded. I gotta stop saying again. If I look back on this audio clip, I'm gonna fucking, <laughs> I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind. Um, but um, after six months, there's been a lot of discussion about the game, a lot of criticisms that I've. I've I've genuinely been interested in hearing uh because I do feel the same way about uh I, the game and and I I very much agree with the majority of these of these points. Uh that doesn't take away from how I feel about the game though. Um I still think that it's a phenomenal experience. It's it's one of my highlights in any it's it's one of the highlights of any game um that i've ever played um it's incredible it's it's gonna be it's it's like up there for me for sure uh 
it, it doesn't it doesn't take away from from just my general feeling towards the game. Uh, it, it's just more that I can recognize the deficiencies of the game, and I, I think that it's interesting to kind of be a part of those discussions and conversations and thinking about what the Zelda game, um, you know, what the Zelda franchise is going to be like moving forward. And then, and then we're also taking into account that there's a movie coming out. I don't know when that's coming out, probably a few years down the line. And it's, it'll be interesting to hear and like, think about how that movie is going to, uh, affect the the franchise right like is are 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 the things if if they if the movie is any any way shape or form successful is that going to be presented or represented in the games as well right so there's a lot of questions there's a lot of things to really consider with this franchise it's one of my favorites um no doubt about that it's still going to be one of my favorite game franchise franchises of all time and but i'm hopeful you know um i'm hopeful that the next entry whatever it might be um will still be an enjoyable experience right and i hope that um i i you know it's it's hard to really gauge things with nintendo and shit uh i hope that they take some of the criticisms that have been made in regards to the game and um you know implement it moving forward um because it's always it's always about improving and creating new and improving experiences really so um yeah those are my thoughts on kind of my updated thoughts you know some new reflections on the game after some time has passed um and yeah that's kind of where it's kind of how i'm feeling about it at at the moment Maybe there's some other things that I want to discuss as time moves on. And, of course, there's also, you know, there's talks about, like, the Switch 2 coming out next year and stuff. So that might spark some additional conversations about Zelda and uh, how it's going to be presented on that new system. So there's always going to be topics of of discussion. Anyways, um, thanks for listening, as always. Uh, This has been Save the Semantics, signing off.